Welcome to Bless My Bacon, the world's most popular bacon-only podcast coming to you from Alabaster, Alabama. I'm Steve McKenzie. Merry Christmas. Bless my bacon. It is the Christmas edition of Bless My Bacon. This is going to be a short and sweet episode uh, because it is Christmas. And also, we need to, A, I need to shop, I need to wrap gifts, and um, I'm just going to have to tighten things up a little bit. So, welcome. And I was thinking about Christmas and just everything that I am grateful for. Now... I am grateful for bacon. First of all, Merry Christmas. Uh, and I was I was thinking about the podcast and also just life in general. And I think it's good this time of the year to count our blessings. I know life is is uh, it's it's crazy. It's great. It's messy. But just all the all the blessings that we have, uh, I'm just very very grateful for what I've got. And you know what? Also starting this podcast, it's tough for me once I start something to keep doing it, especially if results aren't what I want or what I think they should be. So I'm just glad I started this. Um, This is podcast number 18 under my belt. I told myself I would give myself a year with this podcast and I'm still doing it and I am going to continue to do it even if I don't see the results that I want to see. I think what's been most surprising to me about this podcast is how much I've learned about bacon. Now, I've always been a bacon lover, and I thought I I knew so much about bacon. Turns out, I knew really next to nothing when it comes to bacon. And thankfully, to the people that I've talked with, I have learned so much. I've received a bacon education. And honestly, there should be a bacon school that that you can go to where you can go to bacon school, learn all this stuff, and then when you're hanging out with your friends, you're doing brunch, you can break out some bacon anecdotes. Like, did you know that bacon started all the way back like in China in like the year like 6000 BC people were doing bacon and did you know that you can you can smoke bacon with hickory and applewood and cherry and pecan and all this stuff like your friends will be so impressed with your knowledge so i've been doing that i mean i you know I, just personally i i've been impressing uh friends loved ones uh even strangers about bacon and uh because i'm talking about bacon everybody loves me. And uh, so that's that's one good thing. So I've really, really enjoyed the podcast. And it's also been great speaking with uh, the various guests who have been on the show. They are so passionate about what they do, and they are so willing to share their advice, their their struggles, their challenges, and even sometimes their secrets when it comes to bacon production, to what goes into good bacon, uh, what is a good hog for bacon, all these kind of things. And it's it's just been really refreshing to speak with folks who love bacon, produce bacon, have meat companies. 
And it's something completely new for me. I've never done this before. I've never invited somebody to, to, to be on a show or to do anything. Honestly, the only person I've ever invited to anything would be like, you know, inviting people to a party. That's all I've done. But to reach out to a business owner who was busy making bacon and for them to take the time out of their schedule and talk to me, it's been it's been so much fun. So I, I just want to thank everyone who has been on the show. And Eliza Cross, who is the owner and operator of BensaBaconLovers.com, she is is one of those folks who who is such a resource. She turned me on to Noah Kagan, who's somewhat of a, a motivational speaker. Um, he's an entrepreneur. He he encourages entrepreneurs and actually shows people how they can succeed in business. So I went to his website and I was just reading some things that he had posted. He said, do something 100 times before giving up. Start with your first 100 reps of anything and completely ignore the results. If you're starting a podcast, record 100 episodes. If you're launching a newsletter, send 100 emails. If you're learning the guitar, practice for 100 days. And if you do that, you'll see some results. You'll you'll be inspired in some way, shape, or form to continue that. And if nothing else, you will have learned a valuable lesson about persistence, perseverance, and just stick-to-itiveness. Something else I've enjoyed about Bless My Bacon is that I have had so much great bacon. Uh, bacon that I've had. I've had Billy's Bacon in Fairhope, Alabama. Who Loves Bacon in Bakersfield, California. Hitman Smoked Products in Clifton, Tennessee. Damn Good Bacon Jam in Birmingham, Alabama. And Mr. Bacon's Bacon in Surprise, Arizona. It's just, it's been amazing. And the one thing about me, even though I love, love bacon, before I did the podcast, I didn't really make that many things with bacon. I would always make bacon for breakfast, for brunch, uh, always would do that. I mean, but I rarely made anything with bacon. But since this podcast, I have made so many amazing things with bacon especially Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts and bacon is so good. It's so good for you and it tastes so good. It is now time for Bacon News. I'm Steve McKenzie. Well, the Mashoffs produce customized feed mixes for different types of hogs. It's a science, not an art, Dagno said. You've got to move all the ingredients through the mill, through a mixer, steam conditioner, then pellet mills, where it comes out in a particular size. There's sow feed, finishing feed, boar feed. There's about eight different phases of feed. Now, this company is based in Griggsville, Illinois, and this mill produces about 340,000 tons of feed per year. The company headquarters is in Carlisle, Illinois, and they raise hogs across six Midwestern states. Now, starting in 2019, with energy prices rising, company officials were worried that the mill could not remain profitable, so they turned to energy consultant Jeff Harmon, managing partner of Affordable Gas and Electric, for advice. And after considering multiple options and scenarios, Harmon suggested they develop a solar array with Indiana-based Solential Energy, tapping the right to sell renewable energy credits, known as RECs, 
created by Illinois' 2017 Future Energy Jobs Act. They estimated that the project could save $320,000 in energy costs per year, with the costs of the solar array recouped in five years and another quarter century of energy savings still to go. So they went through a bunch of energy solutions through complex modeling, and the advantage of the solar only to solar energy and storage to a microgrid was at the end of the day, it was solar only that would save them the most money. So, so long story short, the construction of 6,800 ground mounted panels on 11 acres next to the mill happened over the summer and early fall, and it has saved them a ton of money and it's helping sustain their 150,000 sows, 1,000 employees, and hundreds of affiliated independent hog farms producing solar-powered bacon. And according to Harmon, it's the only feed mill powered by a large solar array that he knows of in the country. But it's an investment he and company leaders think could be an example for other agricultural producers across the heartland. Uh, Cranswick is a company based in the UK. They have reported a double-digit increase in revenue for the first half of this fiscal year, while profitability was only down marginally. They've invested a lot of money, about uh, 38 million British pounds, to increase capacity and to further improve their company. They've actually added a third line for cooking bacon, and it's now added more capacity in the same city. And last but not least, the company's investments in pig production have helped it reach 40% self-sufficiency. And while doing this, they're also about being green as well. So they've installed solar panels, they're transitioning their vehicle fleet to clean energy, and to cut food waste and provide meals for those in need, Cranswick has become a leading food partner with nationwide charity food redistribution organization FairShare. In Des Moines, Iowa, for Giving Tuesday, Central Iowa Shelter and Services partnered with Fairway and the Iowa Pork Producers Association for a Give a Ham breakfast where they fed over 350 people. At the event, elected officials and community leaders came to volunteer and serve food to those in the shelter. Melissa O'Neill, Central Iowa Shelter and Services CEO, said that the shelter looks forward to that breakfast every year. It's been six years now that we've been coming together to do this, O'Neill said. The aromatherapy of bacon does something good for the heart and for the soul and gets people up and moving in a way that is non-traditional when it comes to our shelter. Fairway and the Iowa Pork Producers Association work with the shelter to provide hundreds of pounds of bacon and sausage as well as eggs and other foods. O'Neill said that the breakfast does a lot of good for the shelter, but people can get involved year-round with volunteer opportunities. Really, a lot of the work that's done here in our emergency shelter is done by volunteers. Prior to COVID, we had around 3,000 volunteers annually, O'Neill said. January and February is probably when we're going to be in our greatest need. The weather is colder, the numbers in the shelter increase dramatically, and that's where their volunteer help is critical. So if you want to get involved as a volunteer at a central Iowa shelter and services, visit their website. And that is Bacon News. I am Steve McKenzie. The bacon producer of the week is Four Oaks Farm in Lexington, South Carolina. How can you tell? Well, there are four large oak trees growing in the front yard of the Matthias family home about 100 yards or so behind the Four Oaks Farm country store. 
Those four trees are the namesake of the family-owned business, which, just like the trees, has stood the test of time and weathered the storms of change for nearly 85 years. The Matthias family has been involved in business and farming in Lexington, South Carolina, for more than four generations. It started in the 1930s, and since then they've grown, they've added on, they've expanded. They specialize in the production of registered Berkshire hogs. The Berkshire breed is known for a very high quality of pork and bacon, and the demand for breeding stock for the breed is high. During the late 1950s, Donald Pete Mathias began curing hams and bacon and making pure pork sausage for sale to the public. And it continues to this day. And in the 80s and 90s, the Four Oaks Farm Country Store continued to expand and the company began marketing itself on a broader basis. And today, they operate the country store and the packing and shipping warehouse that supports the country store and mail-order division right in Lexington, South Carolina. They've got high priorities on quality and customer service. And in 2003, they updated their website in an effort to better serve its growing base of local and national customers. And that's a great way for you to check them out as well. So go to 4 Oaks. Farm.com. That's fouroaksfarm.com. Recipe of the week. This week's recipe of the week comes to you from bensabaconlovers.com. Eliza Cross and her massive website of recipes and cooking stuff. Incredible. Now, since it is the holiday season, I want to give you a festive bourbon eggnog recipe with candied bacon. This sounds so good. So good. You've got the sweet, you've got the savory, you've got this eggnog spice happening. It's the perfect beverage for brunch or holiday sipping, and you'll love the way that the glazed maple bacon candy complements the spiked eggnog. And the rim of the glass, of course, you've got to do this. You dip the rim of the glass in a delicious mixture of brown sugar, natural cane sugar, and nutmeg for a sweet, spicy accent with every sip. What do you need? Well, you get some sugar cane crystals, you get brown sugar, nutmeg, eggnog, one ounce bourbon or whiskey, and one strip of maple candied bacon. And you can find out how to make that as well. Doesn't it sound good? It sounds amazing. Grab the recipe from bensabaconlovers.com. Search for bourbon eggnog recipe with candied bacon and you will be amazed. Why am I talking like this? I don't know. Uh, But it's super good. Again, bensabaconlovers.com. Find all kinds of great recipes on that website. Thank you so much for listening to Bless My Bacon. I want your feedback. We're getting close to the end of the year, and you you, you think back on what you've done, what you can do better, what you want to see in the new year. Well, I want to make this podcast better. I want your feedback. What do you want to hear more of? What do you want to hear less of? Are there things that I haven't talked about that you would like to discuss or things that are curious to you about bacon? What can I do? Help me help you. I want to make this podcast better. And I'll probably shorten it down a little bit just because I want it to be consumable. I I don't want it to not be listened to just because it's so long. So I want to improve and I would love your feedback so please let me know and uh, I will definitely talk to you next week Merry Christmas 
and God bless you, God bless your bacon, and bless my bacon. Bless my bacon!